0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and, I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com MakeYourBed. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. A low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about sensory overload, often referred to as sensory fatigue. I'll be using them interchangeably throughout this episode. As always, my resources are linked below. I got some stuff from The Brain Coach on Instagram, themighty.com, and thehealthsessions.com. Ever since we were born, each and every one of us has a certain amount of sensory needs. Depending on our histories, our trauma, our love, and our natural inclinations, some of us may have more sensory needs than others, and others of us may be more sensitive with our senses than others. But because all of our needs are different, we can all suffer from sensory fatigue, which is when our brain feels overstimulated with sensory inputs, such as noise or lights or visual stimulations or sounds or conversations, basically anything that can create a focus point in our brain. And I truly believe we have all experienced certain levels of sensory overstimulation in some capacities but it can appear more commonly in neurodivergent individuals or people with medical conditions such as fibromyalgia. But like with everything else in our life, every one of us beautiful weirdos is unique, which means that our triggers are going to be unique. So while some of us may be sensitive to all loud noises, some of us may be more sensitive to specific tones or voices. Or we may be sensitive to specific sounds like teeth on a fork. Some of us are sensitive to more energetic misalignments. And others are smells, spicy foods, sensations, scratchy sweaters, clingy turtlenecks, or too much human contact. And obviously it depends on how exhausted you are, how hungry you are, and all of that too. Because sometimes I love huge crowds and other times I can't stand them. And in an article that I read by Jordan Akima titled One Part of Sensory Overload You Might Not Think About, it mentions that sensory overload or fatigue can also be compared to the concept that occurs when we have something drone on too long, like a class lecture or a monotonous podcast. The brain will tire out, and its capacity for processing sensory information, like sound, or talking to others, or sight, like looking at pictures and videos and VR or whatever, will go down. Will get more burnt out. So, sometimes I'll be talking to a friend on a complex subject for a full hour, and then suddenly my brain is over it and I have to tune them out. Even if I love the subject, and it's something I'm typically interested in, sometimes I just see my patience and my stamina wear thin, and it can mean we can collapse mentally. A lot of people associate it with having too much sensory input at once, but it can be when we're just not prepared, or after a long day processing other things, or overwhelmed with life in general. Like I said, we all have sensory needs and they're going to vary and it's going to change depending on the day and our mood and the sensory inputs that we're receiving. But it's also important to recognize that other people's sensory needs might be more intense or sensitive than yours, which can help us be better communicators and better receivers and more empathetic givers because we can watch for people when they are starting to fade. Some common symptoms of sensory fatigue or exhaustion is the inability to ignore certain sounds or smells or visuals, or having difficulties to focus due to competing sensory inputs. I personally typically love to write in a cafe, but if I'm overwhelmed with life I can find everyone's background noise to be too overstimulating and I can't concentrate on my own work. So I have to be really aware of where I'm at mentally before I decide where I want to write for the week. Other symptoms may be being sensitive to textures or clothing tags or fabrics. You may notice yourself feeling more irritable or restless or wound up and anxious and stressed. And if you ever get that sudden urge to plug your ears or cover your eyes or find yourself hiding under your bed or constantly avoiding certain places or people altogether, it may have more to do with tuning into your sensory needs and setting boundaries around those than avoiding these situations altogether. And obviously, because our symptoms, our triggers, our impact, the amount that we need will be unique to us as individuals, so will the way that we deal with it and the way that we go about managing it. And when I say managing it, I mean setting boundaries so that you can feel like you are a priority and you can reduce your stress levels over time. Know when to prepare when to schedule alone time, when to stop overbooking yourself. That's for me. When to actively schedule in rest breaks. I've been genuinely setting timers on my phone and really following them and not just working through them like I normally do. And it has made a huge difference and I've been way more productive than I thought I would be. But by simply booking less and more mindfully, I'm able to set better routines that don't demand as much of my sensory needs and i've been able to focus more on optimizing my surroundings to create a more fulfilling environment so that my rest time is more comfortable is more lucrative and is more rewarding so that when i go back out to do things i'm actually looking forward to them you know it's all fun when you can actually be mindful with how you say yes to it and when you do I mean, maybe not all of it, but a lot of it can be, you know? Anyway, I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I love you very much. Take care of yourself today, okay? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at mydbpodcast, or subscribe to the newsletter on com.